Okay, but now it's time to check in with the wife. It's time once again for... The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful wife, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So, uh, what's on your mind this week? Well, um, we talked a few weeks ago about a movie called Bleu or Blue mm-hmm. that was part of a trilogy. And since then, we've seen the other two in, oh, the, in right. the trilogy. So, this will be the Dumb Americans Talk About French Movie segment. Yes, it will. And you know what's funny? Um, we got a lot of email uh, after we talked about Blue, uh, mostly from people who were giving us advice about watching the other two. In fact, mm-hmm. I think I think we got I got more email about that movie than I did about my announcement last week that Hawaii Up's going to a whenever schedule. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so first, uh, we liked Blue. Yeah, we liked it a lot. It was about the, wo- the woman who was widowed by a famous composer mm-hmm. and basically how she tries and fails to separate herself from her past right um so let's talk about white for a bit uh who was in it what was it about well actually um a woman named julie delpy is is the the lead in white uh, along with um a man named zbigniew zamachowski mm. um i'm probably mangling his name <laughs> it's a heck of a name but this is this is kind of the movie that is different from the other two mm. it, it's um it, it's really got a different tone and, and it's really kind of a completely different type of movie it's it's almost a revenge comedy mm. it's it's a really dark comedy about a man who loses everything including he's, his wife right julie delpy he's a polish immigrant he doesn't speak much french he's living in paris um he's he's a hairdresser but um because of certain things he loses his wife and because he loses his wife he loses his business he has no money he has to go back to poland um, by some drastic measures. Right, by some seriously drastic measures. But eventually, though, after he gets back there, he hooks up with old friends. And mm-hmm. uh, from having, how much money did he have? He kept pulling it out of his pocket. I think it was a two-franc piece. Right. Um, that was all he had in the world. And uh, let's just say that in a in a very brief period of time, he manages to get himself into a, a very successful position. Right. He He's a very clever businessman. And by just chance almost he makes a ton of money and he decides that he is going to teach his ex-wife a lesson right right and uh so you know that that's basically the construct of that story and uh he does do that and so i mean you're right though it was kind of a different film and uh, but before we compare compare them let's jump to uh rouge or rouge red or... which we just watched i think last night yes we did um what's uh red about red is about um a woman she's a model and a student and she is having a very difficult long-distance relationship with a man. And meanwhile, while she is going about her business, uh, the, her neighbor, who she never meets, um, is having kind of a, a similar, he's in a similar situation with, with a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We, we see him and we see her in kind of different places. But we also see her, the model, her name is Valentine meet a crotchety old judge character right um, former judge right um, she actually runs over his dog mm-hmm. and uh, and you know this this movie is really all about chance encounters and circumstance and stuff like and that. it's it's also about kind of the weird connections that that people have that people make and they mm-hmm. don't even really realize it right so she meets this judge and he has an interesting hobby right he spies on his neighbors he has seriously high-tech gadgets and with them he spies on all of his neighbors 
who are all doing very interesting things. But, you know, Valentine is a very nice lady. And she's kind of appalled by that. Right. But I think in a very natural way also intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. So in a way, she kind of orbits. She's, she's, she's intrigued by this judge character, this older man, and repulsed by him at the same time. And again, there's just various threads of different stories all interwoven. And uh, right up until the end, you're really not sure where everything is going mm-hmm. um, until they finally connect to some extent, but not completely. And right. it's really just a movie about... I think thinking about those relationships. So uh, let's uh, let's take them as a whole, though, which is how everybody said we should. Which is, you know, we we know you liked Blue, but you have to see the other two, mm-hmm. the the Three Colors trilogy, or as they pronounce it in France, oh, Trois Colors. Trois Oh my! Um, you know the whole thing is actually a package, and of course the uh, filmmaker had uh, said that this was his, you know, his final combination or his final uh, story that he wanted to tell. But it was definitely one piece. Well, the thing about the three colors is they're the colors on the French flag, but each color stands for something. Red stands for fraternity or, mm-hmm. or brotherhood. White stands for equality, and blue stands for liberty. And, and uh, those themes were are loosely related to the stories in each of these these uh, films. Right. So as a package, how did you like the, the trois couleurs? Well, I thought um, that it's a very interesting close-up portrait of human nature. You know, it kind of, on a very small scale, it, it really kind of um, captures kind of um, human nature, really. Right, like a a single person's experiences or or certain people's very minute, possibly insignificant experiences that turn out to be meaningful in the end. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess it's uh, it is inevitable or impossible to not kind of compare the three. And you were saying that you thought white was was different because uh, because it was more of a, a revenge comedy. Yeah, it, it kind of didn't fit because I thought red and blue were really kind of serious and and really kind of illustrated their points in in a dramatic way, mm-hmm. whereas white kind of had a really dark humor. And and actually, I thought the ending was a little unsatisfying because. It looks like the story is leading somewhere, and then when it ends, it's kind of going in the opposite direction Yeah, it kind of reverses it. I I mean, for me, White was definitely different. I mean, Red and Blue were very pensive films, slow-moving, exactly the kind of film that you would say, ah, well, this is a French film. Mm -hmm. I mean, White was like, well, this could have been an American film in a way. It was still a little slow, still a little thoughtful. But uh, it was definitely more story-driven, more narrative-driven, more dialogue in it. You know, not as many um, long, thoughtful shots of someone staring off into the distance and more conversation and more things actually happening. And there wasn't as much white as there was blue and blue or red and red. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. I mean, you know, there was no subtlety at all in the other two films as far as the color being used in the cinematography. But we were watch- while we were watching White, we're like, where's all the white? Right. <laughs> you know, I was expecting everything was going to be with wispy white sheets or out on the snow. I mean, there are some scenes like that. But again, you know, it really wasn't uh, quite as prominent. Out of the three films, uh, I guess, well, which one didn't you like the most? I guess White? White was probably my least favorite. Although, I mean, I'm really hesitant to actually say that because it is a good film. It's mm-hmm. still an enjoyable film and it is an important part of the trilogy. And I did like the guy's character. And, you know, it was... A the three films it's the one where i was like i was chuckling i was like oh that's kind of clever you know i was enjoying it well his his character was very endearing he yeah. had some very endearing qualities right, and carol carol and um you know it, it is still an enjoyable film but i really say that blue was really the one that captured my attention and held it the longest mm. you really got the the feeling that 
this woman had a lot more at stake than just losing her husband and and she really had to work some things out and i thought that that film best captured its protagonist predicament you know the the thing that they're going through i thought I mean, um, Blue was a very internal film. It was about the lead character's um, transformation or attempted transformation. Um, you know, Red was about relationships between people, so you had m- several parties at play, but Blue was really a single-person story and to, to a large extent. Um, and again, White was, 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 I think, the most you know pulled back, still enjoyable, but definitely the least introspective of the three. But would you recommend uh, Trois Colleurs to everybody? I think pretty much anybody who's into modern cinema has to see the trilogy because it's such great filmmaking and the stories interconnect in such an interesting way. You'll you'll see what I mean when you actually watch them, but but the characters do interconnect on some level, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, a very minor level. In fact, I was expecting something a little more sixth sensey or uh, more Tarantino like. Yeah. But uh, there is you do need to watch the films in that order. Um, Blue, white, and then red. Right, and then uh, in red, there's sort of a kind of a coda to it all. Mm-hmm. And you know, the filmmaker, everyone hailed this these films as a triumph of filmmaking. And it's a pity that the right after he made uh, red, he said these are the stories I wanted to tell and I'm all done he was definitely done yeah and he died shortly thereafter but uh, the Trois Colors trilogy two thumbs up from Jen absolutely all right well uh, thanks for joining us Jen my pleasure